You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update. Brought to you by Packernet.com and powered by Overtime Media. I am your host, J.J. Leahy. Well, the quarterback carousel is finally over. Cam Newton finally signed a contract with the New England Patriots this morning. For months now, fans have been wondering where he was going to end up. Now, the Patriots have seemed like an ideal landing spot that makes perfect sense. They're the only team that has not had a quarterback. Head coach Bill Belichick has been insisting that Jarrett Stidham and Brian Hoyer were serious candidates that he felt confident in. But we've seen them play. Cam Newton is not going to have to do much in order to win this quarterback competition. What took so long to get him signed? Well, there have been serious health concern issues around Cam Newton for a couple of years now. He didn't look like himself in 2018, and in 2019, he missed the entire season due to injury. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, 
teams have not had a chance to bring in any injury risk candidates and evaluate them on their own. The NFL expressly forbid it. Packer fans had to wait a while for Green Bay to evaluate Devin Punches and Christian Kirksey, who were signed this spring after missing the 2019 season themselves. However, there was another obstacle. Similar to Colin Kaepernick, Cam Newton wants a job as a starter. The former MVP believes he still has what it takes and wanted to bet big on himself. So, what did holding out get him? Well, assuming he passes his physical, he's almost certainly the starter for the New England Patriots. But that job does not come with a great payday. New England has virtually no cap space. Remember, Tom Brady is a buccaneer now, specifically because they would not pay him. Overthecap.com estimates the team has just over $1.3 million left, which is far worse than it sounds. That figure does not take into account reserved money for in-season moves, bonuses, any additional rookies that still need to be signed, and that's all before Cam Newton's contract. No matter what, the team is going to have to make some cuts or restructure current contracts to save money. There's no question Newton was hurt by not being able to work out for teams during the coronavirus pandemic. If he can prove he has fully recovered from his foot surgery, he's signing a one-year, incentive-laden deal very similar to the one-year prove-it contract Jameis Winston signed with New Orleans. Both quarterbacks are hoping for an opportunity this year to prove themselves and try again next offseason, and they likely are both hoping that they will be re-signed with a real contract by the teams they currently play for. Now, let's talk about Green Bay's quarterback. Head coach Matt LaFleur and quarterbacks coach Luke Getze speak very highly of Aaron Rodgers' involvement and input on the team, and they've given him an active role in helping to plan the offseason. Here's a quote from Getze. His input through this offseason has maybe been the best I've been around. We've included him in so much, and we needed him to be included in so much. Matt LaFleur recently sat down with Larry McCarron on Packers.com, where he weighed in. We had so many great conversations, really were able to talk out and, and talk through every concept that we run, both in the run game, pass game, just the, the expectations of of every play. You know, certainly he's got a lot of experience and, and always wanted input. For the second year in a row, there will be speculation about LaFleur and Rodgers' relationship after Green Bay drafted a quarterback in the first round. Former Packers quarterback Brett Favre recently weighed in on this, however, saying he never got the sense that Aaron Rodgers is upset by the Jordan Love selection. He knew the day would come, but his impression is that the timing has been a frustration to him. Quote, in my discussions with Aaron, I never got the sense that he was upset that they had signed a quarterback, but more so that they didn't get immediate help. Based on what you're trying to do right now, it doesn't necessarily help. The Packers did draft two offensive weapons in running back A.J. Dillon and versatile H-back Josiah DeGuara, but it is known that Aaron Rodgers was expecting them to draft a wide receiver. Since the draft, Rodgers has been nothing short of professional, and all comments by him and head coach Matt LaFleur suggest the two are working very hard together to make year two even more productive. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet Podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to Packernet.com. And follow the Packernet Podcast on Facebook. My name is JJ Leahy, and this has been your daily Green Bay Packers update. Support for this podcast comes from Overtime Media.